Hi, and welcome to the Art of Life podcast. I'm so glad you are here with me. We have a really good topic today. It's called holding space for yourself. So what does that mean? What does holding space for yourself mean? I think the simplest way I have to explain is by an example of fruits. So let's say amongst all the fruits, you are an apple. <laughs> the way I explain this is that if you have oranges around you, you have kiwis around you, maybe you have even some non-fruit friends, so maybe you have broccoli around you or cauliflower, <laughs> you still stay an apple. So staying an apple, because you're an apple, is holding space for yourself. <laughs> that's a fruit example, right? Like that's just trying to make it clear because otherwise if I bring it in a human form of what we do, every day and how we change our thoughts and opinions, our actions even, that varies for us as humans with our interactions. So I thought if I just gave this example around being an apple, then that would be really clear. Now in regular life, I might want to do something and I might just get influenced by somebody's opinion um, because either I look up to them or because they are very significant in my life. So could be a mom, could be a teacher, etc. Um, could also be something, somebody that I really admire, a group of even celebrities or someone who's saying something on the show and that might just sway my opinion. So in that sense, that's where Apple, staying an Apple, that analogy is coming there. In literal senses, Holding space for yourself is choosing yourself, is when you've got to make a decision between being someone else or being swayed by someone else. It's that process of connecting in with yourself and letting yourself shine. So choosing yourself. So let me give you examples around that. So let's say there is a baking competition and you really wanna bake, and you go home, you announce, I will go to bake. I'm going to participate in this competition. And perhaps that's taken well. Perhaps there's somebody who's very near and dear to you and they go like, ah, oh, so there you go with that new thing again. This is what you're going to do. Maybe the response generally isn't as positive as you would have liked it to be. Inside, you really want to participate in that baking competition. Well, so then what is holding space? Is holding space then listening to your family and loved ones who are perhaps not on the same page? Or is holding space going, hey, I wanted to give this a shot. I'll give this anyway. So in that sense, it's choosing yourself and choosing to allow yourself to do what you want to do. Let's look at another example. There's a friend who asks for your help, anything, let's say moving on the weekend. You don't even like this friend too much. You don't really want to help the person move. 
but you're kind of this pleasing person. So it's very hard for you to say no. And you go like, yay, yes, of course, I'll be there for you and I'll help you out. <laughs> so that's the question again, right? How are you holding space for yourself? Are you prioritizing someone else when you don't want to, when you don't wish to inside? Are you compromising on a part of yourself? Are you giving somebody else advantage, priority over yourself? So that sort of explains the concept around holding space for yourself. Now, why is holding space for yourself so hard, right? If you think back as toddlers, and I particularly like the age of maybe two or three years old, if you have kids around, I would, you know, just encourage you to go back to that age because there's something about it. There's something around that age where we really know how to hold our ground. Like take a toy from a toddler. They'll go mine <laughs> and they'll say mine, the little bodies who don't even know properly to, you know, feed themselves yet or dress themselves yet. But even those little bodies know and they go very much like, ah, this is mine. This is my toy. Or you tell them, well, you're not going to the playground. You really want to be at the playground, but we've got to do this. Watch a toddler go, no, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm staying. So as kids, as two or three year olds, I believe that a lot of us knew how to hold space for ourselves as we grow up their society, everything sort of conditions us to please others, look after others. A lot of times we're taught what is good behavior and good behavior just means complying with someone else. At school it might just mean complying with what your teacher asks you to do, at home as well, at job and your work as well, there's a reward if you did something that pleased your manager. We are trained to please others. It's just social conditioning. Coming back to the question around why is holding space for yourself so hard? It's just that for us, we have been taught so much and so well around pleasing others, around being good, around conforming, that as we keep growing and as we keep giving importance to other situations and other people, we lose that connection with ourselves. Just ask some people in their 40s, 50s, just ask them, what do you really like? Like just grill them nicely on what do they really like? Not with the objective of belittling anyone, but just really trying to understand, are they connected with themselves? And I encourage you to have this question with yourself as well. What do you really want? What do you really like? A lot of times you'll find that when we answer that question, simple as it sounds, we tend to give importance to what someone else thinks. You know, we might say, hey, I really enjoyed this conversation because my friend and I, we do this. 
and you know my friend really likes this or I liked this going to this movie because my friend really enjoyed it the person that I love really enjoyed it you ask them what do you want to do on the weekend they'll be like yes my partner planned something for me and we are doing this and this but just the whole question around what do you want what do you like it's great to be able to be really open and flexible and do everything that everyone asks of you but if you're feeling frustrated it's just getting back to yourself and connecting to yourself paying attention to your own voice what is it that you like okay so how do you hold space for yourself and maybe in here uh, start by understanding what fills your cup so we already started talking about what do you like right so when you write your list around what fills your cup and there's absolutely nothing wrong around saying okay i love connecting with friends and family there's absolutely nothing wrong there but what i'd encourage you to do is look at your feelings your thoughts and instead of prioritizing how they feel with the interaction, prioritize yourself. There's absolutely nothing wrong. We are social animals. We all love socializing. We all love going out, getting together. That's the essence of life, right? That's why we're having the human experience. But when you write your list around what fills your cup, make it your voice. So some examples, for example, for me, they could be just having a nice meal, having a walk in nature. And yes, I love connecting with friends and family as well, especially where I feel that we've had a really nice heart to heart chat, very authentic and open. I love doing some art as well. And they could be some of your examples. You could have something totally different. That's absolutely OK. Just try and make this your own list, not depending on what others are doing for you or how they are feeling but just depending more on how do you feel these are things that make you feel good so let's say connecting with a friend and having a really good friend yes obviously my friend would have a good time most likely but even if that didn't happen and if i got to really open my heart and listen to them and it, it felt connected for me. I don't need a validation from my friend to say, hey, it was a good time. So there's just a subtle difference there. It's just around you feeling good without always having to hear it, without always having to hear the feedback. It's you feeling good with that activity. Other things could be like doing some sports, going to the gym, whatever is your cup of tea i imagine so look at that build that list and that list will evolve over time as well you might start off with a list over time it might just change and you'll start talking about something else or there'll be other things that you are excited about all of that's okay but what i want you to do is every day look at things that fill your cup and as often as you can Put in a few of those things that fill your cup. Let's say if it's gardening, just make sure that you give yourself time to do that. You give yourself time to connect 
with yourself. Okay, so revisiting this again. Now, what does holding space for yourself mean? I'm just trying to wrap this up. <laughs> and now you already know it. So this is staying an apple if you are an apple, staying an orange if you are an orange. You don't have to look at the orange and go, hey, you know, I'm an apple and it's just not as juicy as an orange or the skin isn't like that of an orange. You don't have to do that. It's just around being you and it's not about the oranges or the broccoli it's really about the apple and that's a very important point i'd like to ask you one question so how do you write your story so let's say if you and i were to have a chat and i said okay just tell me who you are what do you do how would you write your story you know whatever you want to say, well, this is how I grew up and then this is what I pursued, this is what I'm doing right now. How do you write that story? Who's the main actor in your story? Is that you? Or is that your family? Is that any of your friends? You see where I'm going with this? So how do you write your story? I highly encourage you to become your own actor in your story. Reframe what's happened in your life, making you the star of your story. Anything that has happened, right? Um, mostly because humans are wired a little bit like that. You'll find that when there are some, some of those graceful moments, where life's been hard and we've learned something, we often tend to look outside and go a little bit in the victim mindset that this happened to me because this happened and I urge you to change it. When I urge you to change that story, the reasoning behind that is not that what you're thinking is wrong or that someone else didn't do something that wasn't the best for you. It's nothing like that. I'm just saying that your story, your life is your life. You deserve to be the hero of your life. So give yourself that chance. Become that person who is the main lead, the main star in your story. Okay, so let's part with an exercise. How do you actually learn how to hold space for yourself? So let's look at what you can do to start holding space for yourself. And this could be a really fun activity. So take a calendar out, maybe put a day there and just write your day or just write your week on there and just write big, big headings of what you're gonna do. Maybe your day starts with traveling to the office, then doing some work and then however you end your day, write your main activities down give them an hour, hour and a half, or bigger, smaller chunks as you please. Write those activities down. And then the ones that fill your cup, put a nice little heart against them or give them a color, whatever you feel like, because these are the activities that fill your cup. So you could see a whole week that way. You could see a whole day that way, but look at that. And that's a visual depiction of yourself, your activities, 
for the day or the week. You'll be able to see how much you are filling your cup. Even if there are activities where you are involved going out and doing something, interacting with others, put hearts in there if you feel, oh, I am really going to love this. This is going to be amazing. Like I will feel really happy. Then put the hearts there. <laughs> and once you get that visual picture of the week or the day, then you know the next step. Try and see if you can have hearts a little bit more. <laughs> Try and see if you can just reshuffle, reprioritize your day or your week to just give you more space for yourself, to give you more times where you really connect with yourself, where you're really happy, where you fill your cup. You can never give out more than you've got. So it's up to you to balance and to fill your cup. You've got to prioritize that. I heard a really beautiful quote the other day. You are the walking instruction manual for the world. I'll repeat that. You are the walking instruction manual for the world. As in, you are the person who's teaching everybody around you how to look after you, how to treat you. So just do that. All right, so that is on holding space for yourself. I hope you got some great tips out there. I definitely enjoyed doing this episode and all of the other future ones that I've got. I just want to go in a lot deeper and just share a lot more as well where you will get thoughts or takeaways that you can start applying in your own life. And hopefully that makes your life brighter and more happy and so on. I have a beautiful course coming up. It's called the Life Makeover Program. You can actually find it at artoflifecenter.com art. Now, in this session, in this course, it's a five module course and some bonus sessions there. They're all art therapy based. And in every single module, I take the time to look at some aspect of our lives. So for example, in one, we could just look at being busy or around work-life balance. <laughs> Another one could be around connecting with our body. So just getting in tune with ourselves, just tuning into our own inner intuition and seeing how that's working, getting the next steps there. Every single session of art therapy is an hour. With every hour, you come in closer to yourself, having healed yourself a lot more, just having learned for yourself a whole lot more. So it's a transformational healing and creation program. I highly encourage you to check it out. It's called the Life Makeover Program. It's absolutely a truly great one <laughs> and absolutely transformational. I've had some amazing feedback already and I look forward to seeing you there. But if not, I'll see you at the Out of Life podcast next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day.